Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And today, we're talking Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi. Yeah, we're going to give away our opinion right here in the beginning. Only the most criminally underrated show of spring 2021 and quite possibly 2021 in general. Yeah. Uh, also, probably... Note up front, we will probably be talking Odd Taxi spoilers. So no, 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 not probably. We will. <laughs> we will be talking Odd Taxi spoilers. S- spoilers so, for Odd Taxi. So if you don't want spoilers for Odd Taxi, go watch Odd Taxi. Which actually, let's go. Let's go ahead and put our conclusion, our thesis, conclusion, evidence, all that right here in the front. Go watch Odd Taxi. Go watch Odd Taxi. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about Odd Taxi. <laughs> I'm not going to stress this enough. Go watch Odd Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> so what is Odd Taxi? I mean, Anyways. that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, if, if you haven't watched Odd Taxi and you don't care about spoilers, what is it? it well, it's a... It's a yes. It's listed as a mystery anime. Which it... I mean, it is. I mean, there is a question more or less posed at the beginning that... Through many twists and turns, we find out the answer to at the end. Yeah. Starring... There's many questions asked, actually. (laughs) Number one being, what's in his fucking closet? Yes. Ah. Our main character is... Otokawa. Don't remember his first name. He is a walrus. Oh, right, yeah, no, Japan. Hiroshi. Ah, Hiroshi Otokawa. Wait, wouldn't that be his last name? Oh my god, no, his, la- his family name is Otokawa. No, it is, yeah, okay, yeah. <sighs> Anyways. It doesn't help when people talking about it right at 50 different ways. It's, this is true, this is true, but we're talking Odd Taxi, not the frustration of reporting on the anime industry. So yes, he is a walrus and a taxi driver. Yeah, stop me if you heard this one before. So it's a world where the people are all various animals, but they live like people. All right. Oh, did you not actually want me to stop you? (laughs) Continue. No, that was was it. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Animal people who look like animals, but act like people i mean that's the pre- premise of how many different shows i mean we got satan I mean, we got yeah, East stars i said at the beginning you know stop me if you heard this one before yeah i'm expanding on it okay uh i'm trying to think of another one if we seem a bit spacey i'm still recovering from the fact that we watched this about 30 actually 37 and a half hours ago <laughs> As of this recording, we stayed up until five in the morning watching this because we're dumbasses. Yeah, it's and true. we do this to ourselves. It's true. It's true. We we were we were f- trying to find something to watch, and I was like, "Okay, we're putting on Odd Taxi," and you were like, "Okay, sure, fine, whatever. It's on my list." Yeah, it was on my list. And going in, I expected, "Oh, we'll get through like I want to get to episode four, and then we can call it quits." And then we ended up watching the whole thing. 
I remember we were at like episode eight. Was it seven or eight? I just turned to you. I said, you know, we're finishing this tonight, right? <laughs> I, do, I do remember that. It had been on my list. Because, uh, well, I, I looked at it. I'm like, all right. So judging purely based on like the cover and the title. So we have like, you know, basically you know, funny animals, you know. Uh, guy's a taxi driver. It's gonna be some slice of life where it's just, you know, the strange people that appear in his cab. You know, the various misadventures he gets into. I mean, that's then not wrong like, for the first couple episodes. That's not wrong, no. And then everyone's like, oh, you know, this is so good. It's the most criminally underrated. Best of 2021. It only came out, it came out less than halfway through 2021, but, you know, best of 2021. I said to myself, all right, so obviously it has some it has some things up its sleeve. So I'll, I'll move it up on my list. And then you basically said, hey, we're watching it. So I it, it jumped the queue. Yeah, yeah. See, the funny thing is that I hadn't even bothered really thinking about Odd Taxi. Like, I knew that there was a Mother's Basement video where he was like, hey, go watch, go watch Odd Taxi. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you freaking nerd. And then I was, sit I was sitting on my couch, uh, like, just trying to find something to watch. I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll put on Odd Taxi. Why not? <laughs> and then I watched half the series in one night. And then I watched the other half the next day. People are not wrong when they say this show's criminally underrated. It is the second highest uh, show by rating of spring 2021, according to my anime list. Second highest. The first highest is the third season to Fruit... The, the third and, I think, final season of Fruits Basket. That sounds about right. So, third season of a... Third and final season of a beloved show. And, you know, so for non-sequels, highest rated thing of spring 2021. It is 13th in, as of this recording, in membership count on my anime list. And I know that that is significantly higher than it once was, because it took a lot of people saying, go watch Odd Taxi to even get it that high. It's so underrated. It had such poor viewership that initially there wasn't even going to be like any sort of Blu-ray release in Japan. And they had basically, like, I'm not, you know, an expert on the home video market in Japan. I'm not an expert on the home video market in America. But uh, e even then, it's getting a limited production run, and we will probably never see a proper Western release. Which is unfortunate. That it is. That it is. I, I would buy the Blu-ray for this series in less in a half a heartbeat. I'd buy it in a heartbeat, but my heart beats pretty fast, so. <laughs> it's all the Pepsi I drink. Of course. But yeah, criminally underrated. I like how we mentioned, like, the first episode, and then we immediately just started talking about how people need to watch it, because... Because reasons. It's good. Yeah. So I guess we should share, like, what, gri what part of it gripped us. The most what like made us go we're finishing this 
Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, so I think we said no spoilers, but no, we said spoilers. this is spoilers your... all the time. No, yeah, we said no spoiler warnings. Yes. Uh, this is your final spoiler warning, just because I want you to people who say that like, oh, like it doesn't matter if you get spoilers. It's the journey, not the destination. Like, yeah, and not knowing how the journey is going to turn out is part of the journey. Anyway, last chance for to avoid spoilers. Yeah, it's all in his head. The main character, all all the, the funny animal people, it's all in his head. I, I wish there was a more gentle way to say that. You know, try to build up suspense. No, no, it's all in his head. I mean, granted. Uh, Odd Taxi itself does a great job of building up the suspense of that. Yes. It, and it it really commits to the it really commits to the illusion up until the last minute where it where it shows its hand. And I mean, there are a few glitches in the Matrix. Yeah, but it's like it shows its hand, but you're not wearing your glasses, and it's you're not sure if that's like a nine or a ten they've got so you're not sure if that's a pair of tens or or uh what you call it a nine or a flush <laughs> that was those a- are vastly different poker <laughs> <laughs> yes i know <laughs> or was it straight i think it's a straight odd taxi's dealer they put down a king in eight and like a four and you think you're gonna like take it all, because you you know you got dealt kings and fours, and you, you know you're you're looking for that that uh full house, but you didn't realize it was all on sweet, and they let on a flush and kill you. <laughs> there you go. Like I think speaking of the glitches in the Matrix, <laughs> um, the animals. The animals are the, the animal animals. The pets. The cat, the dog, the cockatiel. Yeah, I was questioning this. When we were watching it. It, it confused me greatly. And of course, me, I usually tend to, assi- to assign such things to stupidity rather than actual being by design. But, uh, you know, I, I, did, I did pick up on the fact that there are cats and also cat people in this world. Enough about how smart I am. (laughs) I failed art in high school, alright? You don't know what you're saying? Something about the animals? Well, no, just like how that's one of the glitches in the Matrix thing. Yes. Where we see them as animals. So like the first hint that everything is not what it seems is Tanaka, who is a puma, or he looks like a puma, he ha- he gets a cockatiel when he was a kid. Yeah, see, for me, I explain that away by, we've only ever seen, you know, mammalian animal creatures. I'm pretty sure walruses are mammals. They are. Okay. Uh, so I'm like, okay, so it's like a bird isn't like a person because it's not a mammal. Then we saw the cat. Yeah, cat ran out in the street. Otokawa swerves to avoid it. And you questioned it. But then you were like, whatever. 
We're in the middle of an exciting car chase. <laughs> Bunch of stuff going on. I'll, I'll question the implications of there being non-sapient, non-anthropomorphic uh, animals in this universe later. And then the dog. <laughs> Fucking dog. I also thought the, the cops were dogs and not meerkats. Yeah, I thought they were dogs too until until I looked at looked it up and it's like, oh no, they're meerkats. That makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, there was all of that stuff. There is a murder plot. Yes. Well, there, there there is a murder plot. There was a murder plot. Then the murder occurred, but not yes. the way it was supposed to. And we just get the aftermath. A bank robbery. Uh, some dude chasing clout on Twitter. And YouTube. And and YouTube, yes, and YouTube. Good times. Uh, these are mostly all actually separate <laughs> from each other. A, Someone stealing drugs from a pharmacy. Yep. There's a comedy duo who keep failing at being a comedy duo. Yep. Admittedly, they, they're not really important. They're just kind of no, there. not in the slightest. I I still don't know precisely what point they served in the plot. I think mainly they're just like a connection point for some of the other plots, and they also kind of just liven up the world a bit. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's it's not like when I say how you know I was expecting oh like you know the crazy shenanigans people who get into his cab get into. Uh Technically not wrong, it's just that he becomes way more involved with the crazy shenanigans than you'd imagine. If I had to describe this to you as, like, the elevator pitch, it would be, it's such a beautiful day, mixed with the movie, the movie It's Such a Beautiful Day, mixed with the movie Collateral, as told by a guy high on acid. I'm not dis- I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> You've not seen either of those. That's why I can't disagree with you. It's such a beautiful day cuz, you know, from the perspective of a guy who's not fully there as so you have to try and pick apart what is and isn't real and collateral cuz that's about a guy who drives a taxi who picks up a assassin who forces him to become an accomplice in his schemes. You know, the whole taxi driver getting mixed up in bad stuff angle. Yeah. Makes sense. So let's, let's see, what, what, what other plot lines were there? Let's see, there was the idle plot line. Yes. Which part of the idle plot line? There was like three parts to that. There was the superfan, the idle group themselves, and their drama. And, whatchamacallit, the manager's drama, who, he, he kind of like had his own plotline going on that was yes part of the idle plotline. This show is like 12 different plotlines all interweaved with each other and then layered. Yeah. See, there's the two different criminals who all, who both work for the same guy but are working against each other. Because they're, like, rivals. And we don't even meet the second criminal until, like, halfway through the series. Yes. And then, turns out he was, like, super important. 
Um. I'm honestly the only part of the plot that does not completely interwoven with the other parts is that comedy duo people. Because literally everything else, you get like red string and paint your entire wall with it. Trying to trying to show all the connections. And then tangentially to the side, you've got the boar and the whatever the hell that other guy is. Uh, he's a horse. He's a horse. Okay. Even then, I feel that they are they are they are relevant to the plot at least. I mean, he the the horse guy is interwoven with the idols actually pretty strongly. Yeah, very very strongly. <laughs> very strongly. Questionably. <laughs> Questionably. I suppose the, I suppose the giraffe guy, the high schooler giraffe, is actually the least relevant to the plot. Yes. He, he only sh- even shows up for, like, three scenes. Yeah, he shows up for... Actually, no, I think only, like, two scenes. Maybe one? Uh, I don't know. He, 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 show, he, he runs after them to get the uh, when they were getting into that cab that one time. Then he met up with him that other time. Right. And he wrote, and he wrote in fan mail twice. Yes. But he wasn't actually on screen. Yes. Or even speaking. So he, he's pretty much only relevant to the comedy duo. But then... The giraffe kid is also, I think, the host of the audio drama portion of the series. Okay, so it's it's it, it is still interlinked. Yeah, it is still interlinked. Which there's another thing: the audio drama, which there's a pen that gets uh that's in a few scenes in each episode, and it's apparently like a recorder, and I don't exactly know what the whole deal is because I haven't. Wa- listen to the audio drama but basically the giraffe kid recaps stuff and i think ex- there's an expansion of some of the scenes yes and it also apparently holds a bunch of the incriminating evidence for that one person yes her her <laughs> let's all play the pronoun game dude 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 ah yeah, the part that went from dang, this show's good to holy crap, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna be thinking about this for the next four weeks was Sakura. Yep. Fucking Sakura. She shows up as well, we're introduced to her as uh Mitsuya Yuki, I believe. Yes. One of the idol group members. And we don't really know all that much about her. She Uh, likes fried chicken. She likes fried chicken. She plants a phone in Otokawa's taxi. Which was given to her by... uh, The... uh, Whatchamacallit? A guy who wants to murder Otokawa. The gacha gamer. Yeah, the gacha gamer. Oh yeah, in his plot line, he's got a whole other, he's got a whole thing going on. That was insane. <laughs> he's running around while all this other criminal stuff is going on. He's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, he um he devoted years of his life and fifty thousand dollars 
to getting a super rare item in like a farming gotcha. And then he lost it because he almost got run over by the dude's cab. And he snapped and decided to hunt down and murder Otokawa. Well, let's take a step back because it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was disappointing, but it was a combination of that and his cockatiel dying that made him actually snap. Oh, yeah, and his cockatiel dying. And there was the whole, and there was the eraser when he was a child. Don't forget that. Yes, and that contributed to it. And really, the whole, the the tip of the ice, the uh, the tip of the iceberg. No, the the straw that broke the camel's back was finding the gun buried by the hitman. Well, I don't think he's really yeah hitman. He's, he's more a gangster. Of a general gangster, yeah. Yeah. General gangster who. Uh, Occasionally does hits when necessary. Yeah. <sighs> and so, and it's very important that it's a revolver, fully loaded. <laughs> so, you know, one plus two plus one plus two, two plus one. <laughs> one plus. Our AMV episode L, uh, on that list, there's a. Uh, the list of AMV creators. Uh, there's a channel called Kirby Gal. She has a meme for Odd Taxi that is highly applicable in this situation. Yes. One plus one plus two plus. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you best be counting the shots yep. throughout the entire show. Insert Odd Taxi shenanigans here. <laughs> We still only scratched the surface of Odd Taxi. Yeah, we've only been describing the plot. We've been talking for 25 minutes, and we have, have not we? even... Yes. Wow. We have been talking for 25 minutes, and we have literally only barely scratched the surface of Odd God. Taxi. Uh, okay, I want to talk a little bit about... Uh, the, whatchamacallit... How the plot is set up a bit? Not, not that, but like, one... When I, st- when I was watching it, I tweeted something about it, and somebody responded to me like, oh yeah, it's so good, and it's super easy to follow since all the a- characters are animals. And that got me thinking, because I had already heard the whole, they're not actually animals thing. I was like, wait a minute. was Is this whole thing, is the pl- animals thing just like a narrative device in order to spice up what would otherwise be a kind of boring uh, plot? kind of boring and kind of hard to follow plot yeah yeah but by making everybody animals like like imagine if odd taxi was all humans and it was a like daytime and just remove the and just remove the brain damage angle yeah and but it's like and also it's like actually it's in real not real life but like a daytime drama or something so Let's just assume it wasn't animated. Yes. Let's assume it wasn't animated, and we didn't have the brain damage angle. I have to imagine that, for at least some of the characters, it would be harder to, like, tell them apart. Especially since there are characters that are supposed to be hard to tell apart. Which, for someone like me, with incredibly bad facial blindness, this is a godsend. Yeah. 
I only got confused as to who was who once. Yeah, and that got fixed pretty quick because it was just like a new character that was being introduced. Yeah. Uh, um, I remember because you were like, it was uh, it was the gotcha guy, and you you and I only, thought he was you, the simp. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't make the connection until you saw him almost get run over. I was like, oh, it was that guy. I wasn't expecting a guy that we saw for all of five seconds as, like, basically a background event to something else going on that I only made, like, one second comment, like, oh no, his phone, <laughs> not the bird. I wasn't expecting him to be incredibly plot-relevant and to, you know, be a driving element in the plot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's including having an entire episode dedicated to him. This show managed to subvert my expectations on a couple of different occasions. Yeah. Um, Especially yeah. at the end. <laughs> we'll come back to that in a second. Oh, but... we will come back to that in a second. <laughs> but just uh, getting back on like the how the plot is structured. Yes. They also do a pretty smart thing of they reinforce all of the character relationships. So, we, we see characters interact more than once in similar circumstances, so that we understand more or less where they stand with each other. We see, uh... We get a lot of character interactions in, like, the first episode that lay the ground, but then we see basically the same interactions, or the same characters interacting again in another episode. And it reinforces how we think about those characters. And it also cements like the web of character relationships. It's like, hey, you know this character? Yeah, I know that character. Later. Hey, hey, you know this character, right? Yeah, I know that character. We get drinks on Sundays. <laughs> Plus, we get to see a rapping porcupine. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> so, you know, him. there's that. He's fun. <laughs> he's he's fun. He's the other criminal. Everyone's favorite sociopath. Which, in all honesty, he doesn't actually. I mean, we, we people use that term a lot. I don't think he's actually doesn't exactly display much in the way of sociopathic behavior. He's no. just an asshole. Yeah, he's just an asshole, and he's got a weird thing going on with his rapping. He he literally raps every line. Well, tell a lie. There's that one time he didn't, but he literally raps everything he says. You know what they say, out of character, serious business. Uh. God. There's the simp plotline. Uh, so. Gotcha murder plotline. So let's talk about your thing of the uh, subverting expectations. Yeah, so, um. It's pretty pretty much when I, once I realized this was basically just a you know standard sort of neo noirish mystery thriller. You know, I was kind of expecting a lot of questions to be left unanswered at the end, especially ones that were strictly speaking not necessary to the plot, such as you know how did uh, whatever her freaking name was. Um, 
how did the artist originally known as Mitsuya Yuki die? And it's one of the things where they could have not answered that. It it would have left an unanswered question, but they could have not answered it. It wouldn't have harmed the plot. It wouldn't have harmed the anything, really. But at the last possible moment, they answer it. And not in a way you would expect. It, 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 I, I was honestly not expecting them to answer the question. It, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's literally the last question that we need They answered. pulled a school live on me. <laughs> they, at the last possible moment, answered a question that I had that didn't think was going to be answered in a way that I didn't think was going to happen. And it just stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's actually, I think it's very interesting how many of the, like, questions are answered by the end of the series. Like, bef- even before that. question gets answered, actually. What, yeah. what, what else is there left to ask? Ah, uh, okay. Let's see here. Hmm. <laughs> and sort of like the Jeopardy thinking noise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I think the three questions that we are left with by the back half of the last episode are How did Mitsuyo Yuki die? Who got in uh, Otokawa's taxi that night? And what's in Otokawa's closet? And they answer all of those. Yeah. So, yeah, they managed to wrap it up with every single question left answered. Well, I mean, aside from, like, the more esoteric ones, like, is such and such character going to get away with what they've done? But, I mean, that's less question left unanswered and more, like, further room for plot development. So, no, that's not an unanswered question. It doesn't count. They wrap everything up into a nice, neat little bow. I don't know if I'm going to be able to look at fried chicken the same way again. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh. Uh, I I swear, I feel like it's hard to talk about Odd Taxi without just saying, go watch Odd Taxi. Yeah, I mean... I mean, if you sat through this review long enough, you either didn't care to, you know, stop the tape and go watch Odd Taxi. You know, you didn't have five hours to blow. Well, not blow, because it would have been time wisely invested. Uh, Or you'd already seen Odd Taxi, or you just did not care about Odd Taxi one way or the other. Or you're, like, crippled in some sort of horrific automotive accident and... Like, they put this on in the background, and you can't reach the button to make it stop. In which case, I sympathize with you. I mean, no one should have to listen to this nonstop. But But hey, you should probably go watch Odd Taxi. It'll make you feel better. You should probably go watch Odd Taxi. Be like that dude who was forced to watch Barney so much that through sheer willpower, he overcame being paralyzed through his entire body. But do that to go watch Odd Taxi. I feel like we were talking about something. But I forgot. Uh, we're talking about... So- do you, are you saying that facetiously? Facetiously. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I, th- I think that's... Yeah, I mean, go watch Odd Taxi. We, we literally just got through saying that, but... Uh, it's how, about, studio... how about we just put a uh, how about we put a uh, a track underneath all this? It's just us saying "Watch Odd Taxi" in like an ASMR. Uh, it's it's by Studio Ohm and Studio Pix. So I don't know if that means anything to you. <laughs> don't feel bad. Uh, it means nothing to me. But let's see, Pix. They've basically done nothing, but I'm pretty sure they're also more of a producer uh, than a studio. Yeah, probably. Like, it, it says here they mostly do, like, music videos. Ohm. Uh, they're doing Komi-san, I guess. Yep. They did some Beyblade stuff and some Pokemon stuff. They did a lot of Pokemon. They did a lot of stuff. This is an anime original, Odd Taxi. Yes. And so you don't have to worry about manga people coming in to spoil everything for you. Yeah. You only have to worry about the anime people coming in to spoil things for the manga people. Except the manga people don't have to worry about that because they got spoiled in chapter one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the looks of it, I think that this is the director's first directing job. Actually, first anime job, period. It is. Yeah, well, based on my anime list, so that might not be correct, but... Yeah, true. I mean, everyone in the comments is just calling him based. Based on what? Based on Odd Taxi, obviously. Fair. Uh. Dialogue's pretty sweet. Oh, absolutely. In Odd Taxi. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. Has that good sort of gritty people actually talk this way feel to it. I hear I hear a lot from people that's like Quentin Tarantino, which I guess if that's your frame of reference, go ahead. Tarantino's known for his dialogue work. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Aside from his movies being hyper-violent, he's known for his dialogue. Makes sense. Uh, I think the last thing is... Should do the old connecting the dots of voice actors. Oh boy, connecting the dots of voice actors. We'll we'll stick to just uh just the uh main character, Otokawa. So oh, okay. His voice actor is Hanae Natsuki, who has done who has been characters such as Kaizuka Inaho from Aldnoa Zero. Who was that? The main character. The emotionless... Who was that? What? <laughs> the main character of Old Noah Zero, the mech pilot, who's, like, emotionless. Drawn a blank. Huh? Drawn a blank. You know what? That's fair. He is kind of, like, just a blank spot. I just vaguely remember a show starring a faceless orb. <laughs> oh my god, the person who voices... Rui. It's been so much stuff. Let's see. Kotokawa uh, is also the main character of Demon Slayer. And he's also Biscuit Griffin from, uh, what do you call it? Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh, he's Biscuit! Yeah. 
see. He's also Asta from Zvezda, the main character. Ah. Yeah, I I remember how like how his voice actor is like known for you know having a using a very different voice this is very much against type for him, but I did not know it was that against type. Yeah, so this guy's been in a lot a lot of a lot of good stuff. And so going Noah's from hero. like playing a 16-year-old to a 41-year-old man. Hey, this dude's that, all over the place. That's pretty good range. Yeah. Uh, anyways. I guess let's give off uh, one last go watch Odd Taxi. Go watch Odd Taxi. And until next time, I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>